Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, it's we're going into Easter, so we're going to give you a bumper. Oh, yes. session. Uh, we were joined by Alex Horn, the comedian, Liverpool fan, Chesham fan, uh, co-presenter of uh, Taskmaster. He was on good form, wasn't Very he? Very good form, yeah. Uh, David and Frankie Seaman uh, joined us and uh, we talked about cats, but we also talked a bit of football as <laughs> we well. Did, yeah. And a bit of ice dance. Yeah. We got it all in. And we kind of did uh, Friday on Thursday today as we're not here tomorrow or uh, Easter Monday. So we brought you Martin Kellner and Mike Ward with the uh, non-sporting telly. So here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, Paul. Good to be here. And what a great win for our lads, my boys, North Macedonia. Yeah, I know you've you've got North Macedonian links, haven't you, really? (laughs) It really... I think uh, our old mate Stuart Weir made the point saying, blimey, imagine they played the whole of uh, Macedonia. (laughs) Very good point. What the score have been then? (laughs) And uh, it caught the official uh, FIFA World Cup Twitter account. Uh, They were taken by surprise. They managed to call Goran Pandev, uh, Gordon Pandev. (laughs) Could have been Andy Pandev. (laughs) Yeah, it's not a very Macedonian name. Is it Could Gordon? have been worse. Little Ted Sheringham and Gordon. Andy Panda. <laughs> Talking of Scottish, I was say, listening to Kenny Dalglish this morning, I think he's got more Scottish you over think, the years. He was very, so? very Scottish today. You think, can you get more <laughs> Scottish over the years? <laughs> you can. I, think I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say Kenny's level of Scottishness, Scottishness has gone up any more than it's than it's ever been. Oh, really, know, but uh, okay. And um, yes, look, look, we're going to talk about England uh, with uh, Henry Henry Winter and David Simon. Henry Winter from the Times today, looking at the players he feels are definitely on the plane, uh, or certainly in the first eleven. I think most of those boys last night are definitely on the plane, but certainly mm. in the first... I say on the plane, not going anywhere. <laughs> Playing all their games here. No one's getting on a plane, are they? On the coach. We can't say that. We're building up to a tournament saying, oh, who's going to get on the coach? <laughs> it's true, actually. Yeah. Who's going to miss the coach? It's, it's absolutely spot on. And uh, Paolo Sosa, though, he looks like my accountant. Does Unless it? you know him, it's not a great lookalike. It's, I, yeah, it's not, I wrote it down. You're as getting no lookalike. Uh, <laughs> no, now, no uh, points for that I was one. making the point that normally 
Charlie, uh, quite a lot of the content of this show has been Andy's, just Andy's mm. life, which yeah. is so eventful. But of course, mm. no one's life is eventful at the moment, is it? Particularly, we're all <laughs> relatively stuck indoors, <laughs> and that's true. changing soon. But of course, Andy never fails to deliver. So mm. I come in this morning, and he shows me a picture. He says, "I've bought these trainers." <laughs> I said, "Well, that's two pairs of trainers, but you've put one one of each shoe." He said, "No, that's the pair." I would explain, just explain what happened. You've got two odd trainers. Yeah, I, I went back to check. I looked at the, the original website. I bought these trainers from a sort of company in Europe and they come from China and they're taking three months to arrive. Wow. And I quite like them. They're quite fancy. They're a little bit different. And I ordered they them. Are, they're, a, they're a Nike trainer. Yeah, Nike trainer, Air yeah. Force One. There's one picture of them. And you, you quite like the Air Force One. Oh, yeah. You? Got, and yeah. you've got a collection I'm a collector, of them. yeah. And this is quite a rare... Mm. type, which is why you got them sent in yeah. three months. So I was quite excited. and uh, you know, I've been on at them. Where are they? Where are they? Finally arrived mm. and uh, opened the box and there's like two different shoes in there. One's two. kind of blue and orange and blue and red and the other one's just, just predominantly white. Just two different shoes. It's like you put... I said, I can't go out wearing these. Not only that, they don't especially even fit me. At, especially at your age, they're going to say, I want it a shame. Yeah. I saw Andy the other day. He's wandering, exactly. He's wandering around in odd shoes. They're going to be phoning your kids, aren't they? And he's, and he's got his odd shoes on again. So that's the danger, isn't it? If you're a kid, if you're Darren Bent doing it, yeah. they're thinking, oh, he's down with the kids. I'm going to start wearing odd shoes. You do it, it's, oh, you know, Andy's got the odd shoes. On. People, I put them on Instagram. People have said to me, "No, they're meant to be like this. This really? is this is the fashion." Well, front thought, it out, then, mate. Go for I'm it. Not wearing. You're that. not wearing them. <laughs> Definitely not. I tried to palm them off my son this morning. He said, "I'm not wearing those either." So, if you've been looking to treat yourself for Easter with a pair of um, Air Force Ones, basically odd shoes, <laughs> and you are you Darren? But they're slightly big for you, aren't they? Yeah. Maybe, maybe you can tell him to I'd Darren. I'd say they're a seven and a half. I'm normally a seven, so, yeah. You've, you've, um, you've chatted to Darren about his, his love of oh, training. Yeah, so, no, I mean, he's... maybe Darren will be interested. Yeah. Maybe we can, we can put this together. I'll he's leave not... them in the studios if you want. Just, so if he wants to, he can say. squeeze into them. He may, he may give you a couple of grand for him. <laughs> you could make on it. So, uh, what, it's what Quinny would call um, an online retail <laughs> fox paths. So, uh, we are looking this afternoon for similar things. When they turned up in the post, they maybe weren't quite what you were expecting and you've had a few of these over the years because you, you do quite a lot of mad yeah. Instagram shopping online for <laughs> yeah. items don't you? A lot of the snoring aids that have not worked <laughs> The greatest snoring aid you ever did were those watches that sent an electrical charge <laughs> through you and the missus It was good. And every time a car went past or a lorry <laughs> you both wake up with Jack a start Douglas, It wasn't ideal <laughs> Nice reference. Thank there. you very much So uh, let's have your retail online retail Fox Pazzes this afternoon in the circuit have you had a pair of odd shoes but, but oh, there's nothing wrong with them you can't send them back because they've yeah, sent you the right thing it. haven't what they we've got the pictures up on TSH and J I'll look at our producer mm. we've put the pictures up there so if you want to see would you walk around in the shoes at TSH and J TSH A-N-D-J uh, maybe you're interested in taking them off Vandy's hands like <laughs> multicoloured swap shop you want you want uh, any album by the Pet Shop Boys <laughs> for these for these trainers I've got them here they are I mean they're, I like the, the ones that are the colour and I like the other ones as well, but I don't necessarily <laughs> like them as a pair of shoes. Mm. They both work well individually uh, as a shoe. a mad idea. Just really. not together. So, uh, yeah, yeah, go and 
Go and check that out uh, at TSH and Jan and tell us what you make of that. They, they weren't expensive, which may explain why they look like that. But I think they are genuine. They're the genuine things. So yeah. What can you do? It's, uh, one, this week, while I've been uh, home, there have been two non-stories about Summer Monty's Fulham's run of form has flattered to deceive. Yeah, that's right. That's, <laughs> as we as like she, to call as her. She's now, she changes her name by deed poll every week based on what we call her on the show. <laughs> she went for a swim and uh, she was singing in her car. So there you go. Marvellous. Okay. Fantastic. Well, <laughs> it's great, it's been quite I do love, head, you know, I love that thing, Headline Explained. Mm. It's where a tabloid newspaper, in this case the Daily Star, doesn't think that his audience is savvy enough to get what the headline is. Yeah. So this is a story about Tony Hadley. It's a bit of a football story. Mm. Uh, he never wore shin pads. He was too tough to wear shin pads. Tony, Tony. Hadley of Spandau Valley. Yeah. And his legs are now a mass of cuts and scars. Because, All right, well, they okay. would be because he didn't wear shit pads. Scars. It should have been. Yeah. That. It says, always believe in your shin pads. It doesn't really work. Does it? Not really, but it says here. The 60-year-old who urged fans always believe in your soul and the band's hit gold. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> they actually even take a line from it. Honestly, there's no point, is it? Do you think he's ever offered... Uh, has, he ever off- has he ever bought anything in a shop? Has he ever asked that to ask for gold in a shop, do you think? <laughs> yeah. It must be difficult, doesn't it? Because if you're Tony Hadley and you go in the shop and they're saying, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking to buy a, a ring... They're saying, well, what, what sort of material, silver or gold? And he goes, gold. You're going to go, gold, aren't you? It must, well, it must have happened. Or even in the chipper, he goes in there, he says, um, I fancy a nice piece of soul. Soul! Just, it must be what his whole life is like, really. Yeah, from, People chatting probably. back the last word he says. But maybe not. Maybe well, not. We next? know he, he listens in now and again. Maybe well, he he'll does, let us yeah. know. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Well, Hawksby, Andy Jacobs here on Talk Sport, making a welcome return to the show now is uh, comedian, Liverpool fan, Chesham United fan, uh, Taskmaster creator and co-star, of course. And uh, he's here to chat about his, uh, the return of his excellent uh, podcast. He's Alex Horn. Good afternoon, Alex. Afternoon, Paul and Andy. How are you doing? Yeah, yeah we're good. good. We're good. We're very much enjoying the return good. of Taskmaster. Right, it's, it's getting. Uh, it's, I don't know. A lot of. There's always been a lot of love for it, but uh, it seems to be more than ever at the moment. I think certainly it's become. Uh, my eldest son and his uh, girlfriend uh, have been watching it. It's been their lockdown. Is it the move state four that's made the difference? Well, I don't know. I mean, I think a lot of people have caught well, up with it and and love it now, and now they're pleased it's back. Yeah, let's not give the credit to Channel all to Channel Four. <laughs> I think the, the, pan, the pandemic deserves some of the praise. I think. I think, um, I think it's some welcome escapism for people because it is such nonsense, and mm. we've managed to just about managed to get it on screen during the pandemic. So, um, yeah, obviously it's not ideal circumstances, but it does. You know, nine o'clock on a Thursday, you can escape for a little bit with nonsense, and and actually having Lee Mack in it probably helps too. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> excellent. <true. laughs> Yeah, he's, he's been very good so far. Excellent. Um, we should talk about the podcast. The, the, you're back with the uh, the uh, Horn Section uh, podcast, and you've had some top guests uh, over the years on this, haven't you? Yeah, we've had, well, they're top and they're odd. So we've had people like, well, I say people like, we've had Sir Chris Hoy. There, mm. are, there aren't many people like Sir Chris Hoy, but we've had <laughs> Chris Hoy and um, Robbie Williams. But we've yeah. also had my accountant and my wife and uh, my wife's physical trainer, so, so personal trainer. So, we're trying to mix it up. And weirdly, my accountant, Nick Farrow, he was as popular as Robbie Williams as a guest. So I don't think people are tuning in for the guests. No, probably not. And Max, our, own, our own Max that's Rushton. That's right. One very quiet week when you couldn't find anybody. Max Rushton, <laughs> our old mate. Uh, the you, musician, you wrote, Max Rushton. He, you, you wrote yeah, we, we sang a song with Max. Yeah. We, yeah. We, we sort of did mutual podcasts. He's mm. got one, obviously. 
we've got one so we did that we we knocked both of them off so yes yeah it's still fun we, we did a uh, a mashup with Ramesh Ranganathan for uh for comic relief last week that was mm. that was a lot of fun so a hip-hop slash jazz version of it so yeah it, that's keeping us busy you should lockdown. point out if people don't know what the horn section is shame on them but yes. but tell mm. us tell us something because we talked about the live shows you've done when, when people could do live shows back in the day so tell us a little bit about it yeah it's me a non-musical comedian who wants to be a musician and five sometimes funny musicians who want to be comedians uh, <laughs> and we're all very old friends I've known three of them since I was a baby we grew up together so we are you know we, we are men in our 40s it's the equivalent of having rehearsals in a garage I suppose you know we, we muck around you you're sort of sitting in on a uh, on a rehearsal jam session and uh, I make them do stupid things they make me do stupid things and we have a guest who who has to listen to it as well and and join in so um yeah I, there aren't many musical podcasts. There are a lot of podcasts in general, but not many where you get to hear the workings of a band. So I, I, I like seeing them and hearing them at work. That that's the that's the selling point, I think. Yeah, yeah, I've seen you live uh, many many occasions. Yeah. And uh, I mean, are there yes. any there any plans? Have you got any idea when you might perform live with the Horn Section again? We, we've got a couple of festivals in the summer. With you know, fingers crossed that works out. And then we're back on tour in October. I think we. We've moved shows three or four times now, and it feels like October is the first realistic uh, deadline to meet. So, yeah, fingers crossed. But we we are doing a live show tomorrow night via the internet, which which I've done a couple of other things live on the internet. And there are pluses. You know, people can watch it from all over the world without having to travel, and you can eat whatever you want while watching it. And uh, we've worked out a way of doing it. We can't play as a band all at the same time, but two people can play at the same time. We're playing in songs that we sing along to, and it's all specially written for tomorrow night. So, yeah, it, we've, we, we're getting a live buzz out, out of new ways of doing things. And then that one, we've got Mike Wozniak as a guest, and Tim Key is presenting one of his films. And, uh, yeah, I, I, think, I think there are opportunities, mm. you know, within these weird conditions to do something interesting it's interesting you say that people can eat what they like and live are you normally quite fussy at what pe- people eat while you're on stage <laughs> do you have like the food police that go around the audience put that pie down i mean as, it's a good point as a comic if i saw someone eating anything i'd love it you know if someone's eating a bit of pineapples i mean that's going to give you 20 minutes of material yeah. so if you do come to a horn section gig in the future, bring whatever food you want and eat it as loudly as you want. Just lay out a, a full picnic. Just <laughs> we'll move into the Please aisle. Do. If security don't move, you want to lay a blanket down. That would be a nice idea. Well, they think you can actually. Yeah, because I think some of the gigs that we've got coming up are rearranged ones from before that we, that unfortunately for us, sold reasonably well. But if, they, if they've got socially dis- distancing in, I think only half the people can turn up. So you'll have a lot of room to bring <laughs> hampers, whole chickens. Now, I was going to say, yeah. just before we move on yeah. to, you haven't mentioned either your bad golf videos on YouTube. That would be interesting to the talk sport audience. They're pretty fun as well. Thank you. Um, they they have, well, they threatened to dry up as golf was banned. <laughs> um, but we, we I've put up, John, John Robbins is my fellow bad golfer. We are high handicappers, sort of mid-20s, although John is now 18, which is very frustrating. Wow. So we, we just decided to film our rounds and show how angry he gets and I how bad I am at golf. Um, <laughs> but we haven't been out since. John has played twice this week because he's desperate um, to, to beat me. So, yeah, there are videos out there, but we, put, we did some lockdown quizzes about golf and the, I interviewed him about his, uh, his various um, issues golf-wise. So, yeah, mm. look, look that up on YouTube. We, we, we get given a lot of um, weird 
golfing equipment, which we have to advertise. So oh. that's quite fun. Do, it, do you, it doesn't suit me. It does, okay. <laughs> do, do you play any football, Alex? Do you, do you play a bit of five-a-side regularly, or is that is that your thing? Yeah, I play, yeah, I play uh, for Chesham Thursdays, which is a team that we play on Monday nights in a town not in Chesham. <laughs> right, okay, <laughs> it, used to, it used to play in... It used to play in Chesham on Thursdays, and the name stuck. And are you? Were you back um, this week, or when will you be back then for the for turning out again to play for the team? They were back on Monday. I missed Monday, uh, sort of out of nervousness. I, I had real pre pre season nerves. Oh wow, really? Um, so yeah, because I well, I haven't done any exercise for quite some time. But yeah, no, this coming Monday is my return to the game, and, and I'm going to ask to go in goal. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually quite like going in goal now. I think I've got a new bravery, sort of diving round, and a, and a sort of new lack of being able to run. Is this on sort of astro? What what's the surface? I mean, diving around on that. It's, I mean, I can't tell you exactly what it is, but I do know when I get home, I have to empty my socks out oh, and yeah. little pieces of black material come out and my, my, my wife thinks we have mice that's exactly the same thing as I was about to say the same thing my wife said we got mice we're going to have to sort that out and put the traps down or something the humane <laughs> yeah, traps it's the grommets yeah and it's it's yeah. the grommets isn't it it's the little rubber grommets off the uh, off the pitch I think it's a, probably a, quite a common occurrence this the old we've got yeah. mice conversation <laughs> I think it probably is yeah that's what we play on and it is too hard to dive around on, and I quite often end up with scabs so that's yeah, nice right. well, we won't want. we won't dwell on your scabs. Yeah, the, um, we can if you want. Okay, well, we, just if you want to put, we'll, we'll retweet any pictures you send out. The um, <laughs> yeah. your two football loves will come on first to uh, Chesham United. I mean, you'll be hoping I'm right. sure where they can get back and play. Yes, this season was very different to last season for both my teams. Chesham were flying high uh, at Christmas, and the season was called to a halt. So. Um, they're, they're, they're making signings. I think one of their players has been called up for a, a World Cup squad. Wow. Um, a country I can't quite remember, but if while doing this, I will multitask and find out for you who it is. That was a bit of excitement for Cheshire United. But yeah, the signs are that they will, at the very least, survive. So that, you know, that's all that's, we can hope yeah. for the moment. People are training again at the pitch. My kids play for the youth team and they came back this week. They've got matches next Saturday. So that's, you know, that's really exciting. And uh, Liverpool, uh, of course, uh, are your uh, are your other team. And um, how are you feeling yeah. about life as a Liverpool fan at the moment? Well, I've quite enjoyed for the first time the international break. <laughs> I normally <laughs> can't stand it when it stops, but um, it feels a bit of respite from our. I, I'm pretty sure there's a curse, or you know, a witch has infected the stadium. It feels too weird to be rational. I don't understand it at all. Um, yeah, I've got no explanation for you, really. Right. I, I I don't think I subscribe to the theory that Liverpool are affected more by the lack of crowds than anyone else because mm. that can't be true. But, you know, it, I, I'm, I'm, I'm an optimistic fan. I think we might win the Champions League or at least progress to the semis. I think, we, I think we've got the measure of Real Madrid and I think there's a lot at stake there with the final a few years ago. So um, I'm still hopeful we'll qualify yeah. that way that way round that's what Kenny Dalgleish was saying uh, earlier on today on the station so he quite fancies him in Europe uh, if you want to lift a curse on a stadium you call for Barry Fry now director of oh, football yes, of course yes, at, at Peterborough right, yeah. who's, who has what he called at the time a gypsies in each corner of the field oh. by the corner flag <laughs> where he, uh, he uh, yeah he, he, he has a wee basically <laughs> yeah. and if Barry comes in <laughs> and then your the result rhyming slang yeah, had to work I mean, it all out how much, how much <laughs> a fiddle how much, was, was how much Barry charges <laughs> to lift a curse on any team like that and where <laughs> Whether, you know, 
But he's a man of a certain age. I don't know if never you, have a curse I, here at TalkSport. I don't know if he can go on demand. <laughs> you can imagine him sitting backstage with Jürgen Klopp and Jürgen saying, Barry, can we go out and do it? And they're saying, hang on, Jürgen, just give me another <laughs> glass of water. <laughs> we could be here for another hour. Hello, mate. Yeah. Anyway, I only do Barry Fry. You know what? Yeah. I had to do an interview with um. I had to do an interview with Liverpool FC, which mm. was a real highlight of my lockdown uh, about Taskmaster, and it's gone up on their website. And I, they asked me all about the Liverpool team taking part in Taskmaster, and we all agreed that Jurgen would be a great Taskmaster, let alone contestant. Mm. I think he's the only natural <laughs> replacement for Greg. Yeah, well, uh, they can swap jobs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are similar height. He is huge, Jurgen. I think he's, you know, he's got a similar facial hair. He's yeah. got the same glasses, and he's got that charm. You know, that winning charm. He can be quite rude to you, but you still love him. And uh, yeah, and, and I'd have Van Dyke as a as a contestant any day of the week. Oh, that would be good. I just mm. like the idea of Greg sort of um, looming over <laughs> Jordan Shakiri if he's had a bad first half or something. That would be yeah. very funny. <laughs> Well, good to talk to you, Alex. Uh, all the best with our Horn Section Thank podcast. You. And uh, we was very much enjoying Taskmaster. We'll catch up yeah, with you soon. Very kind. There are still tickets available. And Tosh is the Cheshire United player who has been called up to the British Virgin Islands squad for their qualify against Curacao. Mm, thank you. Fantastic. Look at that. On the hoof, he's there doing the research. Excellent. Yeah, cheers, Alex. All the best. Bye-bye. Take care. <laughs> Alex Horn there. Our thanks to him. It's uh, Paul Hawksby, Annie Jacobs here on TalkSport. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Max has been sitting in for me, Johnny Abley, while mm. I've been uh, absent looking after my wife. And uh, one thing that we persuaded him to do was to sort of do a bit more prep for the show. Yeah. You know, cut out a few bits in the paper so you've got little things to fall back on if a guest drops off. You know, mm. don't, don't, and you've, don't want to get rid of the magic, but that's how it works. Yes. <laughs> and you've you've found yes. uh, you've found on the on the floor a piece oh, of paper. Sure. What a, what he calls one of his vignettes. He carries round <laughs> uh, a kind of A4 Manila brown envelope <laughs> with his vignettes that he dips into. <laughs> and uh, you've you, he's one of the one, bosses clearly. here said to him, "Stop saying the word vignettes." Yeah. <laughs> he, he won't. He, he took it on to do it more. You know that was good. Yeah. This one says. And it's nothing, there's no notes on it, so I don't know what the joke was or what he did with it. And I don't even know if he did it, but it was on the floor, so here it okay, is. Okay, well, if it's on the floor, it's waste good enough not, for me. Waste not one, not. We're literally <laughs> taking stories off the floor. It's great, isn't it? The Just queen. picking up bits of flavour off the floor and reading them. <laughs> the Queen uh, takes a box of chocolates just for herself on trips away from home, yeah. says former lady-waiting Lady Pamela Hicks, yeah. comma, 91. We ne- needed to know that. Yeah. But uh, He did that yesterday. Oh, he did that one, did he? Yeah. Well, the reason he, it's on the floor is it. I mean, it's, oh, it's basically he, littering. He disposed he's cast, of it. He's cast he it done aside. it and he disposed of it. Ideally, what I'm did like, he say about it? Did he did he have a good um, uh, zinger with it, I as Adrian he, would say? No, he just sort of took us down the road, <laughs> suggesting. I mean, I was making the point that the Queen wears white gloves a lot. And yes. They're going to get chocolate on them. It's a fresh good. pair of gloves every time. I must be That's like being a goalkeeper. It's a very good point. And meanwhile, it's been International Week, and Has um, it really. You'll, you'll notice. Oh, yeah. And obviously that means not a lot of football. So I, I always end up watching stuff that I'd never normally watch. Mm. And this week it was uh, Fred and Nadia in Yorkshire. Not Fred Truman, you understand, but Fred Syria. <laughs> this man was being so blasé. <laughs> yeah. Not that one. Fred, Fred Syriacs and Nadia. And they, she was taking him around Yorkshire. Oh, yeah. And they went to this amazing restaurant. You make it sound like a vent act, isn't it? Fred Syriacs <laughs> and Nadia. Yeah, or a magician. Yeah. And he took her to, uh, you know, she took him to, to, uh, uh, Salt, where is it? Saltburn in Yorkshire. Oh, yeah. And there's a great restaurant there called The Sea View. Oh, yeah. And 
during the programme, they said, oh, they do 800 covers a day, 800 meals a day. I was like, wow, that's a lot. Blimey, that's a lot of meals, yeah. isn't it? And it was just as the menu was there on the screen. So I froze the menu. I said, so let's work out how much it costs to eat here. Blimey, you were bored. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I'm standing by the screen, mm. and I'm, I'm basically telling, reading out the menu to her, and I said, well, go on, you order. So she's ordering, and I'm sort of doing it, and then I'm ordering as well. So we ordered the whole meal. <laughs> we added it all up. Everything we paid, it was fantastic. We felt like we'd had a great night out without actually the food. It was quite so. You both ordered a meal which you never ate, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Okay, and you didn't do it 800 yeah. times to see if it was possible in a day, did you? <laughs> I tried to work out how much money they take. Okay, they, yeah, no, what's, what's it looking like, takings wise? Good, well, healthy? very good, very healthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a fantastic place. I have to well, that's say. a little bit of advice for you. Have a, have a virtual <laughs> meal <laughs> by just freezing a menu on TV. <laughs> or you may have some. You may be able to do something well, else. You may have something else to do. I expect you have for any. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. Paul Hawksby, Andy Jacobs here on Talksport. Now, I'm sure a lot of people listening today maybe had a sort of pet come into their lives during lockdown, but there was that complication, of course, because normally when you want to rehome a pet. You go there and you check things out and, and you kind of see wherever mm, it is. You go to one sure. of the centres, uh, cat protection or wood green or one of these sorts of places. You get to see the cat and then you take the cat home. You couldn't really do that. So cat protection came up with a very good idea. Uh, and here to tell us uh, more about it um, are David and Frankie Seaman. Good afternoon. Hello. Hello. Good. Oh, we've got you both. How are you? Yeah, not too bad at all. Good, good, good. So, because you you rehomed a, a couple of cats, I noticed one of them. Dave's called uh, Willow. I take it named after your old goalkeeping coach, Bob Wilson. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the other one smelled key, so I don't know where that was come from. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they it was a uh, Frankie. You can tell us a bit about it, but they it was a different way of doing things in in lockdown. Yeah, well, David and I foster cats and kittens for cats protection anyway. We've been doing that for years. Mm. And so we take cats and kittens into our home, into our uh, specified nursery. Uh, the cat gives birth and we raise the kittens until they're strong enough to go back into the rehoming programme. And usually they're then rehomed um, as normal. They go into the shelters and people go and look at the cats and kittens and pick which one they want. And it's a, a lovely way of doing it. But obviously due to the lockdown, everything's had to change and cats protection have stepped right up to the plate. They've gone... Completely modern. They've put the cats online. Um, you can now go and search for a cat, and if you like it, and apply for the cat, and you're successful, they will deliver the cat to your home hands-free. So everybody's safe, and the cats are winners. It's amazing. How many cats have you got, then, at any one time? No, so we, we've only got two of our own, obviously. Mm. When we get these um, the uh, the pregnant cats in, sometimes they give birth in the house, but they're only they're, they're in one room because they're not allowed to mix with our cats because they, they, they won't have been vaccinated. Oh, right, all right. Yeah, sometimes we've had up to about 15 cats in the house. <laughs> 20 through the house last year, so it's one in, one out sometimes. I bet that's fun. Kittens, 15 cats and kittens in the house. You basically have to keep a window open in that room, I would imagine, do you? <laughs> yeah, it's not so much fun with the ferals, trust me. They, they can be a little bit spicy. Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd, we had a cat once that was born under a car and lived. it was quite feral. And uh, she mm. came round in the end, but they, they are quite hard work, aren't they? And yeah. the good thing about this, I, I think, is, you know, when I've we rehomed cats in the past, and they're incredibly careful about it. They won't just rock up with a cat and leave it with you. They want to make sure it's going to the right home and it's going to be looked after. And I'm sure that process worked with this system as well. 
Yeah, that's what's been so great about it because obviously it's really important that once the cat's rehomed, that it is suitable for that home so that it can stay there for the rest of its life. And so obviously cat's protection's number one um, criteria is the welfare of the cat. And they make sure that, you know, as you know, all cats have got different personalities. And um, so obviously if, if you've had a cat that's been used to other animals, then it might fit in well if you have other animals or if you've got children or there's all different kinds of situations and cat's protection are really good at matching the right home to the right cat. Mm. They are fantastic goalkeepers as well. If you've had kittens and young cats, or you know, you the old ball of newspaper or just a little plastic ball, rubber ball, and you flick it, and they're up in the air. That's why Peter Bonetti obviously was called the cat. There was a reason for that. They tend to punch these days. They don't catch. They the don't. Ball ca- why are the cats catching the ball <laughs> as much? Right. They're all punching. They're watching goal. Their kicking's not great, obviously. <laughs> now, David, talking of uh, uh, kicking and punching as goalkeepers, it's interesting looking at last night, Jordan Pickford. Sometimes in life. Uh, your stock rises when you're not playing and that's not a slight on Nick Pope uh, because what he's great at is shot stopping he didn't really have any shots to stop all we really saw him was uh, distribution mainly with his feet and it's not his strongest uh, point is it and I think most people have been saying today well you know Pickford will probably start against Croatia yeah, well, I don't think there was ever any doubt that Pickford would start, um, you know, because he, he's never let England down, you know, and I know that he's he's made a few mistakes, but we do that, you know, we do that sort of thing. And especially with him being number one, he, he's he's more scrutinised than ever. And that was the same when I was a goal, when I was in the number one. And it'll always be like that. But with but with Pope, it's, um, yeah, he, he looks a little bit uneasy, you know, especially when he goes to his left foot. Um, you know, I was surprised last night that, you know, a couple of the back passes were put onto his left foot, and um, you know, it did it did look a little quite well, not a little bit uncomfortable, a lot uncomfortable, but it'll be something that he works on. Um, you know, and he's playing for England, you know, so it's big pressure anyway. But he's he, he looked nervous. Would you say that? I mean, people were blaming John Stones, but would you say that he had a part in that as well? It wasn't a great ball to him, was it? Yeah, I must admit that. You know, his his left foot pass to him wasn't the best, but John still had a lot of time. You know, he had a lot of time to control it and decide what to do. It's just that he miscontrolled it um, and then was put under pressure. But um, it was just good to see, you know, the spirit of the lads, you know, after after going one down like that. And, and the game, you know, we we were dominant, but without creating a, a great, great deal of chances. Um, it was just great to see the spirit that they just kept going and kept going. Even with Gareth as well, you know, I could hear the commentators putting him, not putting him under pressure, but saying, oh, why hasn't he made any changes yet? You know, and he hadn't made the changes. He hadn't made the changes. We score, and then he made the changes. You know, so it, I, I felt it was a, a, a good performance, but a, a better result. Mm. Do you like the way England are playing, David? At the moment, you're watching them play. Do you like the style of football they're playing? Yeah, I'm loving it. You know, obviously, <laughs> the, the playing out from the back still gives me kittens. Yeah, very nicely done. <laughs> Even when I see, you know, when I see players, you know, like or we, when Jordan goes in or, or even Edison at Man City, when I see, you know, because he's the best I've ever seen at it. Um, when I see, even when I see him doing it, I'm like, whoa, you know, because like they seem to get really close, um, you know, but it, I know why they do it, you know, because they want to commit players forward, you know, they want to giant bypass some of their players and, and all that sort of thing. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying the, uh, the way that it's going. You know, they just seem to be getting better and better and more confident and and when you look at the talent that we've got that's that's even on the bench it's it's looking great for the summer mm. 
Frankie, were you always a football fan or have you have you learnt to love it? Or maybe you haven't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe you do it under duress. So what do you make of football? I am a Sheffield United fan, so ah. I will just... Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, tough, tough season. I think it's fair to say. Really tough. Yeah, she was giving it lows last season. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was especially because uh, Leeds didn't get uh, promoted until this year. So the year before, when Sheffield United was up and Leeds wasn't, it was um, it was quite fun in our household for me anyway. Yeah, we uh, we we spoke to Mark Rhodes earlier in the week. He's doing a new Wolves podcast, and Mark was your first partner, wasn't he, in 2012 on Dancing in Ice, Dancing on Ice, should I say? Not my first, no. Oh, right. Um, yeah, no, I skated with another football um, great, actually, Lee Sharp. Oh, sorry, yes. Right. Yeah, but Mark Rhodes, yeah, he was lovely. Um, he didn't particularly like ice skating that much. I don't think he was found it very difficult. Did he say that? But he's a lovely, lovely man. Mm. Uh, who, I mean, <clears throat> who was the best, I know what she's going to say, mm. who was the best of the celebrities <laughs> that, uh, that you uh, skated? I don't want to start a family argument or anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll, I'll tell you who the, who the best that, that Frankie skated with was um, Chris Fountain. Right. He was brilliant. Yeah, yeah, he was a good, uh, really good skating partner. And he was a young guy. He was only about 20 or t- 21, I think, at the time, and a very athletic and he loved skating and he really took to it and he did a really good job and he really applied himself which is mm. the most important part but you've told us before mm. Dave you kind of kept it up you still skate don't you you're just quite into it yeah we do you know but we obviously we haven't skated no. for over a year now you know, mm. <laughs> it's going to be interesting when we get back on the ice that's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah we we love it you know it helps keep us you know keep us quite fit and uh yeah, it's just something that we both love, so it's great. Helps keep away the middle-aged spread for now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just finally, Andy saw a picture earlier on that emerged of you in this massive pair of gloves. And we could only think it was an old April fall. There's been a few doing the rounds today, including yeah. apparently the Sun claiming that uh, walkers are going to come out with crest called uh, in. In nachos, yeah. uh, in nachos, <laughs> that's right, which is complete nonsense. But um, yeah, that that big gloves was that an old April fall you did? I guess it was. It- yeah, it was, and that was like way back. Um, it was um, obviously you can tell it's Adidas promotion, and mm. uh, they got me these gloves because it was at a time when do you remember the Predator boot when that first came out. Mm-hmm. You know, they got the rubber bits on the top where it was supposed to make the ball swerve here, there, and everywhere. And we did this April Fool saying, "Oh, this is the answer to the new Predator boots. These massive, massive Kenny Everett gloves." <laughs> and we did it for for April Fool, and I swear to you, the amount of requests: "Where can we get the gloves? Where can we get the gloves?" I was like, "Check the date out, guys." <laughs> oh, dear me. Well, look, good to talk to you both. Uh, people can go along to Cats Protection and find out more about hands-free homing. And uh, yeah, thanks for joining us. Brilliant. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Cheers, guys. Take care. David Seaman and Frankie Seaman. And yeah, go and check out uh, Cats Protection. You've never had a cat, have you, Andy? No, I'm, I'm not a cat person. You're not a cat you? person? Not you didn't really. tell them that, did you? No. <laughs> <laughs> You've toyed with a dog. I, mean, I you kind thought of about don't a dog get cats. Oh, yeah, dogs are great. Yeah. I don't quite get cats. I don't get what people get out. They don't... They're so selfish. They don't give you anything. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> I just want you, you to feed them and be there, but that's it. You can't, I, don't know, I think you've been a bit harsh on the I, humble cat, maybe. Oh eight seven one seven. Don't lose the entire audience welcome of cat to, lovers. Welcome to Talk Cats. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, the moose is up next. Um, he's in for Motti this afternoon. Let's talk cats is Delhi in New York. Yeah. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Good afternoon, Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs here on TalkSport. Now it's not Friday, 
as we're not here tomorrow we've shifted everything along so mm. we'll bring you our regular Friday uh, last hour lineup, including the clips of the week and Mike Ward and Todd Macklin and of course with a week of sport on TV it's Martin Kelner good afternoon Martin very good afternoon to you boys uh, you've been watching the new documentary series on BBC Three Meet the Khans yes I have indeed um, it sort of signalled to me because uh, it was a BBC Three programme it sort of signalled signal to me that uh, it wasn't necessarily aimed at me you know I wasn't the uh, <laughs> you don't think uh, you're the BBC Three heartland Martin audience. not exactly no I think they're probably going for a slightly younger audience there but anyway where to start with this uh, I mean the programme starts he's sort of cooking something mm. and his wife Fariel uh, says to him don't scratch the pan so there's a scene of him with a spatula um, mm. trying to uh, move these eggs around and she said don't scratch the pan so it's probably not essential viewing for boxing fans <laughs> not gonna, I, th- I think the idea is that they're a, a sort of celebrity couple uh, a bit like uh, the sort of Kardashians mm. on a very low level um, it's called Meet the Khans Big in Bolton mm. and I suppose they would be you know in many ways they would be the Bolton equivalent of the uh, Kardashians yeah. why don't they call lot- it keep up with the Cards, then surely that's obvious one, isn't it? They would have, yeah, I would have thought so, but uh, no, because they've got, got their kids in it. But obviously, the kids aren't uh, old enough to be to be on the program. They just uh, just got young kids, and he's such a he's such a decent chap, hmm. uh, Amir Khan, uh, that I worry a little bit about him because obviously he's heading towards retirement, and uh, as he himself says, uh, not the way I've put it, but he says, forget about the bling, it's all about the ring. Uh, I mean, he really does. He really, <laughs> well, if you you, you did know, speak like that, I think we'd turn your microphone off. Probably would. <laughs> Actually, having problems with uh, with the level on this as it, as it is. Um, but yeah, so basically, it's 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 about them and mm. their everyday life and their kids and all that. And uh, she's um, she very much is uh, what they call a social influencer. Oh, these okay. Days. Mm, yeah, a bit right. like myself. Yeah, of course. Uh, she, you know, she's out there on all the um, social networks, and she, um, I suppose, advertises makeup and fashion and all that. Oh. And we see shots of her going on a fashion shoot in. Uh, in Manchester uh, and uh, she very much wants to make the point that she's her own woman yeah. Yeah, she's, a, she's an American woman and she wants to make the point that she is uh, her own woman so while she, we see her going on this fashion shoot they're playing uh, a tune which I, I think is a sort of combination of Bangra and hip hop oh. my experts tell me right. um, and the words of the tune is I am not your homie so oh. she's not his homie particularly, although um, they seem to have uh, an interesting marriage. They split up for a bit. They've been together for seven years in in total. Um, but she is now going to take over his business. That his um, not, not boxing. boxing. <laughs> no, she's not the boxing. Not yeah. the boxing. I don't want her fighting Kell Brook. Really, it no, doesn't seem no. right. Not the boxing, okay. but basically his dad, um, his dad's idea was to get into a wedding hall business, and he's building what I fear mm. may turn out to be a folly uh, oh. near, you know. And it's I've just been let me explain. I've just been reading the uh, Beatles book that Craig Brown. Yes, wrote, I've read that. It's excellent, isn't it? Oh, excellent it's a fantastic book. book. Yeah, yeah. book. Mm. But when you look at Apple and, and what happened there, mm. it sort of reminds me of this. Uh, Eleven, he spent eleven. Seven and a half million pounds yeah. uh, building a wedding hall, yeah. and it's this massive sort of glass structure um, in Bolton. Uh, and he says the glass alone has cost him one point five million pounds. Oh, wow. 
Yeah. What's the window cleaning bill going to be like? <laughs> well, we can't, Martin, we really can't possibly leave this without you telling us, did he burn the pen? Or did the spatula do that? Did he burn the pen or Scratch not? Scratch it. No, it, it seems fine. Sorry, yeah. He will have scratched the pan, but we've all done that, haven't we? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, however, non-stick, as far as I'm concerned, especially as far as my wife's concerned, mm. is just uh, is that actually an invitation. It's yeah. a sort of non Yeah, you say non-stick. Hold, hold my I'll, 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 I'll show you. I'll, I'll show you. Um, so I'm sure he did scratch the pan. Get the scramble uh, no disrespect that. the good people at Teflon. Mm. Yeah, if, 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 yes. yeah we don't, imagine that. Imagine it's Teflon that took us down. It's me, yes. uh, me, you... <laughs> Me, you and Andy living on the streets and it was Martin Kellner and his Teflon conversation that took us down. Um, you, were watching, you were watching England versus Poland. By the way, it's available on the uh, BBC Three Player. And it stuff is, BBC, it's on the He is a lovely bloke, Amir. Yeah. He's always good value. So, he uh, is yeah, a lovely yeah, bloke. Yeah. Can I just, the one line yeah. was, he's mm. talking, that reminded me of Apple, he's talking to this £11.5 million uh, wedding hall, it oh, is, yeah. for Asian weddings, which we know are very extravagant mm. and you need a sort of extravagant venue. But when he's talking Talking to his wife, he says, "There's five million gone to waste. I don't know where it's gone." Oh. And it d- does ring alarm bells when <laughs> five million it, pounds. Is quite a lot. It's not down the back of the settee, is it? Yeah. It's no, it's not. So, England, so it did worry me. We're looking England, out for Poland. Yeah, we'll watch you meet the cons. Uh, England versus Poland um, last night on ITV. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what gets me about that. It's uh, the uh, bumpers before the breaks, you oh, know, yeah. little bumpers yeah. that uh, Nationwide uh, are, pu- are putting out. And yeah. lovely pictures, you know, quite nicely made. And the, the message is, uh, the beautiful game, it deserves respect. Mm. But respect seems to be one of those words that doesn't mean anything much. You know, people talk about, oh, yeah, respect, that's important. Uh, and I don't know what this message, I don't know what it wants me to do. You know, years ago, years ago, you, you saw an advert on TV and it said, you know, Omo washes whiter. Yeah. yeah, I know what it wants me to do. It wants me to go out and buy a dirty great box of Omo. Yeah. That's fine. What does what does this do? It doesn't mean anything. It's a building society or a balance slash bank. Uh, so there's no message, and it seems to be a trend in, in adverts, especially for Nationwide. They do a lot of these adverts, which are just messages to make you feel good about Nationwide. Oh. And then at the end of the day, you examine it, and it's just a building society. They would be better a, off with a homo, because it's an England shirt, if you had to watch it. Well, yeah, yes, I mean, they, they, they've got the money anymore, though, to sponsor England. Um, I don't know whether they, they still exist. make it. I mean, I mean you no. pour, of all the things you could have pulled out the bag as products that were, that were advertised... Um, <laughs> but yeah, not, yeah well, because normally you know, when you watch, you watch an England game and you, you, you're tempted to get down and buy some tools, that's the way you normally yeah, feel yeah, around yeah. the brake bumpers. But precisely, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, well, maybe, but maybe it's sub- subliminal, Martin. Maybe we just maybe we just, subliminal, yeah. yeah. But I do enjoy Roy Cake, Roy Keane, yeah. and I know there is uh, a sort of lot of controversy about Roy Keane. Some people think he's a bit bumptious, which mm. he clearly is. But um, at half time, when they were all saying, you know, England were getting the job done, we yeah. were what we were one nil up. Um, he did point to the fact that and I think this is particularly pertinent if it's on uh, a mainstream television channel. That there's a sort of like two things it has to do. It has to be, you know, England have to be doing the job, which they clearly did. You know, it's a qualifying match. They won two one. They got through. But it's on a mainstream television channel, so it has. It's got a duty to sort of entertain a family audience. Mm. I would 
would I would say, you know, and the entertainment clearly wasn't there in the uh, in the first half and for quite a bit of the second half too. Uh, so I agreed with Roy Keane when he pointed out they'd had one shot at tar- on target. Yeah. You know, at the same time as uh, as Ian Wright and Ashley Cole were saying, well, you know, they're doing the job and I'm comfortable with it. It's you know they've got a dual task. I would say not for the pundits and the specialists to be comfortable with it, but also to be at least as entertaining as the repair shop or whatever the hell was on the other side at the same time because you know it is there on a mainstream television channel so i would say they do have a a duty to to entertain not to the extent they're going to lose the match Mm. but um you know, to try and be a little bit more two. ruthless. Well, I'm on the Southgate a clock <clears throat> to I, fix during I, the match. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did. That's it. What? Just on the bench. <laughs> yeah. Him and Steve Holland and Steve saying, I think that bit goes, that's the winding mechanism. That would be great, wouldn't it? Restore, yeah. It would be nice to restore Roy Keane's old family clock during the game. That would be marvellous. That's the, a million dollar idea. It is weird. That's a winner. The, the, what I did think Roy secretly must have been hoping that they didn't, that we didn't win it because he said, as you said at right, he was saying, I, I don't agree with Roy with doing fine he said you've had one shot on target you've got to be careful mm. and not one all Roy must have been thinking I'm going to have him for that at the end of the game <laughs> but then of course we went and won it but he's, he's a bit more he seems quite magnanimous he seems quite pro-England yeah. surprisingly mm. He was, yes, because he, he wound back a bit on, you know, I was looking forward to a major uh, Barney between him and the other two. Yeah. But in fact, he, he wound himself back a week. Whether he'd been told to do that by uh, Nationwide. Yeah. <laughs> well, he should have a bit more respect. That's what they probably told him with a bit of uh, violin music. Hmm. So, well, I mean, it, you know, it's kind of paid out for them. They've had a few mentions. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport. We told you in the first hour, Andy had bought some trainers. Um, over in China. Oh, they come from China, didn't they? Mm, your yeah, trainers. Yeah. And uh, they're odd trainers. Um, Rich, Ricardo got in touch and he said, AF1 NYC City of Athletes. I'm afraid, Andy, that's the way they come. Yeah. Yes, you now realise. I realise that, yeah. You now realise that that... It would have been helpful if they'd said that on the website when they, I bought them. They are two odd shoes that Andy's got. One is predominantly what sort of white and green. Idea. And the other one's sort of orange and, and black. But uh, you're not going to wear them, are you? Yeah, what's the thinking behind that? Colin, really Colin had also ordered... Uh, some stuff from uh, China. He ordered a Liverpool shirt uh, and where he, the box said, uh, would you like a name on the back? And he just said, mm. plain. He wanted plain. So, of course, he now has <laughs> the word plain on the back of a Liverpool shirt yeah. like it's a player called plain. So you have to be so careful. Uh, some, of the listeners, some of the listeners had advice uh, for where you, they thought you could uh, sell those on. Um, Gab Cancello said, wear them, Andy. No one will notice. As Morgan Freeman said in the Shawshank Redemption, how often do you look at another man's shoes? Very it's a true. good point, isn't it? Very Although true. if they're odd shoes... I think you would notice uh, them. I think you might well notice them. But, yeah, thank you for your feedback. Uh, no offers, but, uh, yeah, people people like them. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Well, just time to uh, look at some of the non-sporting TV, as always, in the company of Brighton supporting uh, Daily Star uh, TV columnist Mike Ward. Good afternoon, Mike. Afternoon, guys. Um, so let's uh, Dragons Den. It's been a bit. It's been a sort of Sunday night fixture for a long time. A long it? time. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's BBC uh, One now. Yeah. yeah. They move. This is yet another show uh, like it's, Top Gear and. This has got to be a record, isn't it, for lateness to move to BBC <laughs> yeah. One? I mean, it's been probably going for about twenty years, isn't it? Two thousand. Yeah, I checked. It's two thousand and five. Okay. Um, 
um, I think I think Peter Jones is the only one who's still there from the start. Um, oh. Deborah Meaden, I think, came slightly later. But is yeah, it, is it going to come as a shock to BBC One viewers? <laughs> what is this? What? I've never watched BBC Two before. What I the think it's a great on? idea because so many of us have got TVs where you can't switch from one channel to another, yeah. and it's really sort it's of amazing, ahead of the game here, thinking, oh, do you know, all these people who never knew there was a second channel. Let's bring all the programmes over there, over here, and uh, you know, it's a whole new audience. And the thing is, it will be. I know. I never really understand this. I don't really understand how, how TV works, but it, it will get a higher audience, won't it? So, well, how, well, no. yeah, it will. Whatever. Yeah, uh, so, yes, it's the usual format, apart from a bit of social distancing, and they're not allowed to shake hands if they clinch a deal. Um, and you've got a, a woman trying to sell a mindful painting experience. Oh, yeah. We've got some guys who uh, want to sell tea bags for millennials. <laughs> Seriously, he said, well, "We're having these at millennials. It's tea, mate. Seriously, yeah. and <laughs> and um, some guys invented some special clips, which apparently mean that you're not likely to be disturbed for your glasses. That is, mm. uh, to cut out the glare from the sun if you're playing tennis." Okay, well, that's, limited, that's, that's eight o'clock. <laughs> it's quite eight niche. They've run out of ideas just as they're moving to BBC yes. One. Well, have you ever bought anything from you've seen on Dragons then? No, I don't think I have, apart from Mattel. Oh, once. reggae, reggae sauce. Oh, reggae, oh, reggae yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. of course. That's that's Levi, of course, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but the thing they turned down, of course, a little kid suitcase. That was a, They didn't fancy that, did they? they what said do it, they know? What are, yeah, what do they know? What do they know? Mm. Uh, anyway, so that's tonight, 8 o'clock, um, BBC One. Um, mm-hmm. top of Friday, blimey, uh, your highlight of uh, yeah, Good Friday yeah. is the sound of music. <laughs> well, I say highlight, I see, I'm just putting this out that this is on because I think advance warning is helpful, mm. you know, in a lot of houses, you know, which is a female-dominated house like my own, yeah. it's going to be on and that's three hours of your life wiped out instantly isn't it uh, it goes on for nine i think or so. but yeah you're not a fan of the sound of music I uh, do you know what there was kid. a time but yeah. my but but my, my daughter watched it when she came home from school every night for about four years oh, yeah. um at secondary school um and <laughs> no, not, not really <laughs> and um yeah so there comes a point you know after a while it, it just she knows every word every yeah. every line well, you and, probably do as well don't you? i do every song would you like me to start one well, would you, yeah. well, you take us through that i mean <laughs> family we got do the whole do the whole set <laughs> i won't do that um, so that's uh, that's that on, mm. yeah. BBC One, it's on. Quarter to yes, six. BBC, yes, I know. There's a thing. Yeah, wow. five forty-five to eight forty-five. There you go. That's wow. three well, hours. Three hours is a long time. Well, isn't trying. They must put some adverts in or something. You sure I, I saw so. it at the London Palladium about four or five years ago, and mm. it wasn't three hours. I don't remember. <laughs> they, it cut, they cut the songs out, though, didn't they? They didn't bother with the songs. They just rushed through it. <laughs> it was the follow. It was that. Remember they had that series on BBC One where you had to find the oh yeah Maria Maria yeah yeah it was with her. Yeah, it was quite good. Was it good? Who was, you who you was don't it? normally like a musical. I don't. He walked I, out I, halfway through Hamilton. <laughs> hottest ticket in town. He was telling I people to get in back the... for match of the day. Yeah. <laughs> Understandable. That's right. And Miss Saigon hated that. Too. He didn't like Did the you? rhyming. He didn't like the rapping. I'm surprised you went, to be honest. Um, so, um, you weren't of... expecting that. No, it wasn't really. <laughs> no, no. I thought it was about something else. On Saturday, yes. Alan Carr's epic mm. game show. Now, I, know, I knew this was on because I oh, Harry Redknapp talking about it. Him and Sandra are on there. It's, yeah. Uh, it's, oh, yeah. it's play, your cards, time, play yeah. your cards right. Play your it? cards right. For the, yeah, the second series. So each week they're going to do a different classic game show. So it's play your cards right um, for this one. Harry and Sandra. Uh, and the didn't ubiqu- they do this a few years ago with Ant and Deck? Just brought yeah, back to the old done game it. show. Or didn't they do Vernon? I mean, I, so they I did think they did it with they Alan Carr as well. And Vern, yeah, oh, they've right. done, Alan Carr's done one series of this. Mm. And then I think, I'm sure Vernon Kay did a whole bunch of these about 10 years ago. Yeah. And then um, before that, in fact, I wonder if the original shows ever existed. They've, it's always just come back as as reviving shows which perhaps 
Perhaps. Alan, we've run out of ideas. Yeah. yeah. Alan anyway. Carls, we've run out of ideas. Yeah, anyway, that's not a great sell, is it, really? At so. least they've got Martin Kemp as a guest as well, because he hasn't been on TV much lately. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Meow. No, no, it's fine. I like him. Okay. But, yeah, yeah, he's good. He's a good bloke. <laughs> lovely, um, lovely bloke. But uh, he's on telly a lot, isn't he? He is, he is. Alan Dex, uh, I haven't seen a lot of him. Why has he been on telly? What, Martin Kemp's been on a lot, has he? Yes, he's does his show with his son. Celebrity catchphrase. Oh, okay. Right. You, yeah. on, you, you don't miss Or am I thinking of Ross? It's great, isn't it? You don't even know you're having a go at. Um, <laughs> line of Duty on Sunday. Yes. Um, episode three. Now, we won't give anything away because some people might be saving him up, but the end of episode two, you thought, hello, we're off. Because yeah. I've got to be honest, it's been a slower burner than, than many a series. That's uh, okay, And I'll stick it? with it because it deserves the right because it's very good telly. But the end of episode two made you think, ah, where, yeah. where, 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 here we go. I'm just thinking, what happened at the end of the episode? Yes. Keep talking, keep talking. What happened at the end of the episode? Well, the, I just said, oh, one of the characters say, was in a car. Oh, yes, yes, um, yes, yes, yes. And yes. did something oh, that made yeah. you think, mm, what's going on here? Yeah, the character in the car. Yeah, I do yeah. remember now. It's, yeah. I've got such a... I mean, there are elements of the story increasingly that are harking back to the first series. And I talk to people say, yeah, of course, you remember him from the first series, and he never. And I was just, no, I don't remember last Tuesday. Seriously, mate. You know, it, it's, you know, I do remember sort of when I'm watching it, but when people have discussions about it, I sort of slightly panic. Oh. And I think, oh, am I meant to remember that? But it's still great, anyway. But as you say, um, I think it's taking a little while, but it's, you know, it's a marathon, not a sprint, seven episodes. So uh, this is only uh, the third. So. Okay. And that's uh, BBC One, 9 pm. Uh, earlier in the day, uh, normally Andy pops out to watch this, wave at the boat. Yeah, it's great. It, it's you basically the end of his road. Not own. in the river ooze in Cambridge. <laughs> no, but, but you can still wave. The boat race has moved to the ooze. Um, yeah. What's the point? Well, I mean, <laughs> I was it, waiting for that. What's the point? They should have just forgotten about it. And, and it's no not crowds. in boats this year want, either. They don't want crowds because it's something that people can turn up to, sort of uncontrolled, a bit like the Tour de France. Right, it's thing. a wonderful weekend they around our way. It's all the pubs are open and yeah. people are, well, in normal times. You know, barbecues and everything. It's fun. So, it's are they allowing weekend. people to go and stand by the river? Do we know? I wouldn't think so. Only people from Leicester and Southampton are allowed to turn up. <laughs> That's it. But, um, yes, it, it is happening. And um, Yes, and the, the, the women's one as well. And, uh, yeah, so that'll be different. I mean, it's a completely different course, so there are elements that will be novel, won't there? You know, we, yeah. we, 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 the we should, point we, of it is it's on the Thames. It, it, you know, it's... it's Waves of West Why don't you London. do your alternative? You could do an alternative one. There won't yeah. be anybody there to and stop you. James, James Cracknell involved in this yes, one. Yes, wow. yes. But no, he was actually in it, wasn't he, before? I yeah. think he's, um, that was before, wasn't it? Oh, so he's not, he's not, he's not no, in no, the team. No, no, because he was, no, he was, he was in 2019, wasn't he, at 46? Mm. But he's, oh, just, yes. he's just commentating. Okay, so, so okay. three o'clock if you want to follow it on the ooze. Um, <laughs> come on, you ooze. Come on, you ooze. Um, Mike, thank you. Um, Thank you. Have a good weekend. Yes. And uh, we will catch up with you next Friday. Cheers, guys. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. There we are. That was this afternoon's yeah, show. I didn't shift those shoes. No, you haven't shifted. I mean, some, you've had some good advice, though. You've had some good <laughs> advice of where to shift them. People think they will be highly collected. You might end up making on a Mandy. <laughs> so there could be, believe it or not, there's a lot of people out there who want to wear odd trainers. <laughs> so that's us. Andy and I are back on uh, Tuesday. And um, have a great weekend. And uh, thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.